Holla ballers and a bro fist to you all, where we're kind of looking gloomy. Let's let's illuminate a little bit on this fine, rough Friday afternoon that started off warm and is now pouring with rain outside. It is a disastrous, disastrous day. And it's even more disastrous because the weebs claimed victory. Yes, they did. They claimed victory over me uh, by meeting a ridiculous goal. And then pushing us, unfortunately, yet maybe fortunately, into their weeby-weeby world as they uh, opted for a... I had to try Persona 5. They've been asking for months and months and months. I think you would really like Persona 5. And yes, we have given it uh, two. Two days of Persona. I'm going to give it another one as the story unfolds. But it's uh, an interesting journey to go on. Much darker much more um, heavy than I thought it was going to be. An excellent combat system, drawing on the classic JRPGs of old. Well, very 90s feel, but more advanced. It's actually really, really nice. Yeah, it's still wrapped in that anime package, where today I believe I climbed on the statue of an ass. I fought a boss that had uh, definitely done horrible things to students and had cups with naked ladies in it that he drank from to gain buffs. So far, though, I can attest to my non-weeby brethren out there, no tentacles as of yet. <laughs> we are tentacle-free, which is a good place for us all to be. Now, you may have noticed that I just received this message from our good lady, Bex, who's unfortunately suffering with COVID right now, is that while we were testing Persona, if you follow us on Twitter, um, that she thought it'd be really, really funny to change our Twitter logo to me as an anime boy. Uh, with an anime filter over me. Uh, and now she's realized that when she tried to change it back to the proper one, that she's got our account under review to make sure we're not pretending to be a celebrity. And therefore, we are apparently, for now, stuck with the anime boy face uh, on Twitter, which is great. <laughs> which is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> which is wonderful so for for at least the foreseeable while twitter does its review business we have anime boy as our face uh and she just put it i didn't know i'm so sorry mike i didn't know mm -hmm. unbelievable unbelievable but it is the way it's gonna be but that's not why you're here right now it's friday we're in the last couple of weeks before we'll be heading to fan fest i believe is up first we'll be down in london to spend some time with a lot of you guys and a lot of content creators that are coming over for fan fest uh we are in the final countdown to that happening super excited for it to get to meet so many of you and then very quickly after that we'll be going to blizzcon to do the same again uh so it's gonna be a very very hectic time coming up with some little bit of stream breaks for obvious reasons but as uh, a lot of you will be down there anyway it's not that big of a deal uh we should have a lot of fun but today we are going to have our drama time and bex says there is a story here that has to be read it is uh <laughs> it is by request of the gods themselves that this should happen uh so i think uh, we should follow the advice of the good lady bex uh, to see what's going on uh yes as a reminder anybody who has put their name down on the list for our little private party that we are having at FanFest, if you can't make it please let somebody know because there is currently uh, last count 79 people uh who do want to go but uh if <laughs> so if you have been confirmed and all that but something has come up and you can't come please let us know because uh, there's a lot of people who uh do want to be there 
And uh, I've had to turn down some very close friends recently, including uh, Gingy. <laughs> Gingy and Andrea, who are also making it to FanFest. They're like, can we come to the party? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, sorry. Uh, there's is full. Along with, like, Zenosis, I think, is coming. Arthur's is coming. Lamatod's coming. There's all wonderful people coming who are currently not going. Uh, but we have a extensive list of people who want to go. Uh, so let's get some names in here. This story is entitled Be in Awe. I think we might be awestruck, my friends. I think we might be awestruck. But uh, our wonderful website supporters, The Who, Boris, and Chromad, are going to be the heroes of our story. <clears throat> uh, no bald man. Well, we'll see them at FanFest. It's just a private party. That's all. Uh, it's just a private party that uh, has a limited attendance. Uh, FanFest, we'll see everybody anyway. So it's not like we won't get to see them. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to trust my wonderful live audience that is joining us at 4 p.m. on a Friday uh, to be good here. I need two guild names from you. Uh, one is a one-word guild name. The second one is a Tauren-only guild based on Native Americans. Uh, so that is what we're looking for, <laughs> is two guild names, a one-word name, and then a Native American Tauren guild, uh, something like that. Uh, so Catbus. <laughs> All right, Catbus will be one. It will be Catbus. Um... Run with the bulls. Oh my god, that is really good. Gnomish Wrath, run with the bulls. Yeah, I'll take that. The Moohawks, that's really good. Dances with bulls. I'm sorry. Yeah, Star Strike wins. Dances with bulls uh, is what we're going to go with. Dances with bulls. I like that a lot. That's really good. All right then, <laughs> let's have some fun. Uh, preacher, I'll preface this story by saying that I've recently been diagnosed with a high form of high functioning, or with a form of high functioning autism. I'm not telling you this to generate any pity for myself, but to let you know and the audience know that what I'm about to tell you has that sort of foundation in where my behavior may have come from. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Oof. <laughs> it all seemed perfectly logical to me. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It all seemed perfectly reasonable. Uh, okay. <clears throat> well, at least you've got your diagnosis, right? That helps a lot. Uh, from the many, 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 many people I've met uh, on the spectrum, having the actual diagnosis is a big step in the right direction. So GG to you in that regard. Uh, I really debated ever writing this story to Drama Time. I have heard very many over the years, and you can also send them to drama at preachgaming.com. Little plug. But I wasn't sure whether it was something worth telling, let alone for people to listen to. I came to the conclusion that if I didn't write this, it would be as if it never happened at all. Should you decide to feature this story, rest assured that everything I'm about to tell you all is true. If you pass it, I understand. How weird is this going to get? Okay. I feel that we need to strap in, ladies and gentlemen, for potential weirdness. I feel like we need to brace ourselves. So brace. I'd always been a long time Warcraft 3 and RTS fan. So when World of Warcraft was released, I was never all that interested in it. Why would I want to control one character when I could control several characters? <laughs> An army even. Not to mention that I played on dial-up internet even into the 2010s. Gross. Really? 
When did broadband become a thing? Shit, I don't even remember. I existed on dial-up internet. I sadly predate the internet being widespread. When was that? When did broadband start becoming a thing? 2002? In the UK? I think it was early 2000s in the UK. Like 2004? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think early 2000s is when we started getting broadband. I think that was the place. Yeah, for sure. ADSL was 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2010. Oof. And yes, I downloaded WoW on it. Well, I tried, but it turned <laughs> it turned out it just wasn't feasible unless I took my PC to McDonald's to try and use their Wi-Fi. Motherfucker, you considered taking your PC to McDonald's to use the internet. <laughs> That's bold. Especially one of them 2000s PCs. Those big motherfuckers with like nine CD-ROM trays in them and shit. Oh, fuck me. Uh, considering I lived in a heavy rural area, the best I could do then was to play Warcraft 3 and the occasional custom map in the form of Dota. But my friend, my friend had started playing the Burning Crusade and he begged. He begged. He begged. He kept telling me what I had to experience in the game for myself. He even told me I could download the game on my PC if I brought it to his house. Have a sleepover and download it through the night. What a bro. What an absolute bro. Dude, it's good. Bring your PC. We'll have a sleepover. We'll get some fucking pizza up in this bitch and we'll just let it download all night, dude. It's all good. Letting it download as I stayed the night. The download... <laughs> so we did. I went to his house in the late afternoon, set up my PC and set the download going. By the following afternoon, the download had reached 30%. With a defeated heart, my friends, I had to pick up my gargantuan-sized PC and bring it back to the ranch where I lived. This is pure Team USA. This is pure Team USA. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why didn't you, like, copy it off his PC? Oh, there's no way you had a network set up. There's no way. Okay. <clears throat> but all was not lost, however. For the gym that I volunteered at about 40 minutes away had high-speed internet. Not only that, but for my birthday, I was given a laptop for school and college work, meaning I could download the game while I volunteered. This is so America. You volunteered to work at a gym that was 40 minutes from your ranch. Jesus. That fucking sucks. That super sucks. But it'll put hair on your chest, you know what I mean? That'll put some hair on your chest. Eventually, I was able to play in short bursts on the realm that my friend told me to play on. However, there was a problem. <laughs> it wasn't that my friend ditched me in the classic drama time fashion. As soon as I was able to start playing, my friend up and decided to join the army. <sighs> Murica. <laughs> <laughs> this left me somewhat stranded on a server without many friends and this is where my troubles ultimately began 
I must set the scene for you, my fellow listeners, listeners and audio, audio listeners. I was socially awkward, always. A nerd, a recluse. I was anxious, I was angry and grumpy all the time. I did not make friends in school and I'm sad to say depression and anxiety were all that followed me. What really screwed me up was that I definitely had a sort of addictive personality disorder. In my case, that addictive activity became, of course, World of Warcraft. I was playing Horde side as a female Blood Elf Hunter. This was the tail end of the Burning Crusade, and I'll never forget the reason why I chose that Blood Elf Hunter. <clears throat> it wasn't because of that ass. It was because my friend said this before he had to quit. Always. Always pick the new race because it is the best. Always. Always pick a hunter so your pet can play the game for you. Always. Always play a female character so that people will like you. And you can look at a girl's ass every time you play. Yes, sir. (laughs) Based on all true. (laughs) Thus, every single moment I could be playing WoW, that is what I did. I started skipping meals to game. I started skipping school to game. I even failed my first semester of college because all I did was play WoW. (sighs) I was hooked. And the tendrils of the game ran deep into my psyche. I was no longer a real human being. I was my World of Warcraft character. World of Warcraft was now my real life. I wanted nothing more than to be online, adventuring, leveling up in the cool world I had just discovered. While playing, I became a total annoyance to everyone and everything I came across. I didn't know how to talk to people very well, let alone all the intricacies that come from online lingo. Now, I want to remind you guys, I really didn't use the internet all that much until my early teen years. So once I had regular access to it, it became a hell of a monster on my back. Having access to global chats became a way for me to express my frustrations with school and my job. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. I swear to you all, I swear to you, I didn't know that I was an annoying pest or that I was slowly giving myself a bad reputation. But what really screwed me up a lot was when I joined a guild called Catbus, who didn't seem to know of my trade escapades and general bitchiness. I knew very little about guilds, about raids about hunters or really much of anything beyond this limited view I'd had of the game. I joined because I saw they wanted members. An advert appeared in the trade chat. And so I whispered them, let me in. Without any testing or any checks, they said, yes, my friends. The person who invited me was none other than the guild leader themselves. The prestige of having this response. They were named Chromad. Chromad was a girl. A real life human girl. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. A girl that not only was playing a game, but enjoyed playing video games. <laughs> wow. And they played an Affliction Warlock. And the reason they had started a guild is to make friends and have warm bodies around her. Also in the guild was a blood elf paladin named Boris. I thought it was so cool that she had a name that matched one of the major lore characters. Now, obviously, this doesn't fit because we've changed the name of the character, but you can guess. Probably Arthas or fucking, I don't know, Lich Kingio. Being a fucking idiot. Being a fucking idiot and seeing that they had a name like a major lore character. As soon as I saw them typing guild chat, I whispered them asking if they worked for Blizzard. Because there's no way she would be able to get a name like that without having some deep connections to the company. Now, I may have been diagnosed with autism, and this was all the way back in TBC, but I still cringe that I did this to this very day. <laughs> you poor innocent boy. Wow. Are you the real Arthurs? <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> you must work for Blizzard. But... I think I got away with it, team. It must have come across as being a charming whisper. Since there was a nice round of lols in the chat and whatnot when this story came out. I had no idea what was so funny. And right after, I got a whisper from Boris saying, You're cute with a smiley emote. Yes! Woo! Little did I know. But Boris was a known e-girl celebrity on the server. She had connections with a lot of different guilds, including Dances with Bulls, which was mostly a Tauren Top 100 guild run by a group of Native Americans. Nailed it. Accidental success. Hey, better lucky than good. I'll take it. So, as things do, time went by, my friends. And eventually, I trudged my way to level 70, about three weeks before Wrath of the Lich King arrived. At this point, I had a terrible reputation for being Catbus's pit bull. As at no point would I hesitate to go off, rage, swear, curse, or have general meltdowns whenever someone would criticize me or the guild I was in. It made me feel like a badass. And I, was, I thought I was such a badass when I told people how it was. Not thinking for a second that I was constantly shooting myself in the foot socially. During this three-week period, I basically lived in heroic dungeons and Karazhan raiding. I had no idea there was such a thing as loot lockouts. So I would run the same raid over and over again, even though I was saved with different groups. So what I called trying to gear up... My guild just snickered behind my back or told me good luck for running Karazhan for the ninth time in four days. I remember being deeply upset that I was so unlucky with drops. 
game is bullshit. <laughs> this game is bullshit. <laughs> but my constant raiding did eventually get me some items. I had also managed to shoot up in terms of hunter rankings on the old leaderboard sites to the top 14th hunter on our server. I was playing survival and was unironically not that bad on global leaderboards either. The times when I wasn't inside a dungeon or raid, I was theory crafting new builds and meticulously testing what sort of talents I could take or forego to max my DPS. At this point in the game's life, MM and BM were kings of the castle and survival was slightly lower than worm shit on the meters. Yet there I was, pugging my way in, being the best hunter I could be. And people started to notice. About a week before Rathlich King launched, Boris came into TeamSpeak and asked that I help her and dances with bulls kill Magtheridon. She said, We need a big, strong hero like you. We need your DPS. This was the first time a girl had given me a real compliment, and it made me fall just a little bit in love with her. Right now, we had a raid to do, but there was a catch. There was a rank 10 MM hunter in the raid as well, called The Who. Let me establish The Who for you. He was a notoriously shit MM hunter who had somehow managed to fail upwards in the rankings by being one of the first people on the server to earn an Amani battle bear. Because he had his stupid fucking mount, he would sit on top of Orgrimmar bank for hours showing it off. Thus, every time I had to go to Orgrimmar, I had to see that stupid pompous arsehole on that fucking idiotic bear every fucking day. I hated the Who. And I hated him a little more every time I saw his stupid smug stance. So because he had that fugly ass mount, which clearly proved his level of skill, he was always invited to raids. And thus, he had achieved a higher ranking and had slightly better gear than me. Because he was a Tauren who was also invited a lot of the time to dances with Bulls raids, which were known for being one-shot total clears very, very quickly, they had a soft spot for people who played Tauren. Therefore, he was just constantly getting a free ride wherever he wanted to be. Fuck you and fuck you to this day, whoever you were, the who. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy really, really hates this guy. <laughs> I made my way to Hellfire Peninsula and along the way, Boris started whispering me more, telling me how she had talked to Dances with Bulls into inviting me to the raid by telling them I could just put on a brown transmog so that I would look like a Tauren. And that I should do it because I owed her one. Okay, I thought to myself, not really caring because I was a fantastic hunter that didn't need a girl to vouch for me. Okay. A brown outfit. Yeah, brown outfit is what he means. We started clearing trash and we were soon in front of the boss. The raid leader explained the tactics, which included clicking the boxes around the room. I knew what to do, but apparently the Who didn't know. This was revealed in our first attempt when the Who ran to a box which still had a channel on it. He was obviously furiously clicking the box with nothing happening, and then we died. Then something strange happened. The Who never spoke in TeamSpeak. But he typed out 
This shit survival hunter didn't do his box and wiped us. The raid leader responded on comms and spoke directly to me. If you fuck up again, we will have to remove you from the raid. We are not here to wipe. And once again, I declare to the audience, whoever the fuck you are, fuck you, the who. I desperately tried to explain that I did my box, that the who was gaslighting the raid. I did my job. It was the who fucked up. But this was when the culmination of my bad reputation started to fall back on me. Someone else in Dance with Bull says, This is that guy. That's him. It's that guy who's always bitching and complaining. So when he fucks up, he just blames everyone else. I saw the who and he did what he was supposed to do. I saw him near a box. And besides, this guy isn't even touring. He shouldn't even be in our raid group. Preach, I swear to you. I watched with my own eyes as the who ran up to an unclickable box, stood still, didn't kill the ad with the group, and then we died because of it. That is what happened. The group I was in nailed their job, but now I was the target of a whole raid coming at me. Once again, we pulled the boss and the same fucking thing happened. The who was trying to click a box that wasn't even clickable while not killing the ads. Then after the second wipe, I saw the yellow words appear. You have been removed from the group. I was furious. I don't understand how people couldn't realize it wasn't me. I quickly typed to Boris to leave the raid as well on my behalf. They had kicked me because of somebody else. At this point, I was absolutely unable to control my anger. I went to the guild chat and raged like mad in all caps, explaining how bullshit and that the who was clearly gaslighting the dances with balls into being douchey to me. I then was about to message Boris again to tell her to hell tell her that I was... (laughs) I then was about to message Boris to tell her that I had decided that she was never allowed to do anything with Dances with Bulls again. As I slash (laughs) hooed, he's decided. He has decided, my friends. He hath decided. The decision has been made. When I open my friends list, though, She was still in there. She had not quit the raid in solidarity. She was still playing with them. I was honestly preach baffled as to how this could possibly be. Why hadn't she left the raid? I had told her to leave the raid. Why hadn't she left the raid? I was genuinely confused. All my life, I had been living in a state of holier-than-thou emotions. Everything I did was correct. I never messed up. Or if I did mess up, I certainly admitted it. This concept that someone else could sway people's opinions of me just by reputation alone had me furious. What was worse, it was him that had done this to me. The who? He had brought this down on me. I can't express to you who is listening to this now how distraught I was in real life. I was in pure anger. I was writing paragraph after paragraph in my guild chat. And then when nobody would reply to me, I started writing paragraph after paragraph in trade chat, telling the whole world 
how I was the better hunter and that the who was only good at DPS because of his spec and that I was the one who had put in all the effort into this game. I said the who... The Who was only in that stupid guild because he was a Tauren, not because he was good, and that he just got lucky to get a Warbear, and he doesn't deserve it. And I have spent hours and hours refining the survival spec to be as good as it could possibly be, and you could check the rankings and so on and so on. I typed and typed and typed. I did this for quite some minutes. While I was still typing and explaining myself to the world, who didn't care at all, I received a whisper from Boris. Hey, it's okay. I stuck around so we could wipe one more time. And we did. It wasn't your fault. It's okay. Please be don't, don't be so angry at yourself and others. These things happen. I know that I think you're a good player. Now... Due to anonymity, I'm free to admit this. Oh, no. <laughs> Preacher! I was around 16 at the time. And I had an enormous mommy-mummy kink. I didn't really understand it at the time. But years later, I did put those pieces together. But in that moment... Boris had managed to calm me down during what could arguably be a childish fit and a major tantrum. So guilty. <laughs> I had quit TeamSpeak during this outburst and she sent me another whisper asking if I could log back in so that we could talk about it. What followed was a conversation lasting the rest of the evening and into most of the night. It took me about 30 minutes to calm down, but eventually we started having a normal conversation. And she started telling me about who she was in real life. Oh, no. <laughs> I learned she lived in California as a bartender, and she could tell that I was a person who could be outspoken at times, but that my heart was in the right place, and that I cared about how I came across in the game. She said she was worried about me and we exchanged phone numbers so I could reach out to her when needed. <sighs> Boris, Boris, Boris. Sweet, innocent Boris. Oh, sweet, innocent Boris, what did you do? Gagging for it. <laughs> She's gagging for it. She wants it. <laughs> we started sending lots of messages to each other outside of when we were online. There was a general rumor that Boris was a girl who only sought the attention of others for goodies and perks. But not what I saw. Not to me. Or if she did those things, I never saw it. She liked that I was a bit younger than her, and I liked that she was older than me. I was falling in love with her, and I know people say that when they have a crush. But I want to be absolutely clear with everybody who hears this right now. I was falling legitimately, madly in love with this woman. Time passed. Rathalich King dropped and soon it's pretty well known that Boris and I were e-dating. 
She'd rarely do things in the game with others if I wasn't there and I reciprocated. During some conversations on the phone, she'd tell me that she likes the idea of me saving up my money from my retail job that I now had and moving out to California to live and work with her at the bar where she worked. The only response I had to this was how much money should I save up? <laughs> oh, my poor man. If that's your only question to somebody asking you to move across the country. Oh, Jesus Christ. She said, oh, about two and a half grand. I could do that, I figured. Not knowing anything about how the fucking stupid it would be for a 16-year-old to fly across the country to live with an older woman or even the one that was telling me to do these kind of things in the first place. If I got angry or upset about something, she'd be there to cool me off, calm me down, and maybe do a bit of naughty talk with me to make me feel better. What a dream it would be if they, we were together in the same place. <clears throat> but. But. Something was really brewing in my mind and corroding the scaffolding of my thoughts. Somewhere along the line of all these events, it entered my head that Boris may be full of shit. <laughs> Good lad. Good lad. Wait, 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 wait. Let's sanity check. Let's sanity check for a hot moment. Is it possible that this lady might be full of shit. Maybe. It's in there somewhere. It lurks. It lurks in the cranium somewhere. <clears throat> I started asking questions like, was she actually interested in me? Were the rumors I heard true about her messing with everyone else? Was she really just stringing me along because I went after World of Warcraft with an unhealthy level of obsession, which was essentially carrying her to success without much difficulty? Did she really want me to move to California with her. I had to know if it was real. That's the only test, my friends, isn't it? We must do something. But how? Now, some of you may think I could have asked her. But that was not how my brain works. Instead, I concocted a plan. My friends, I concocted a plan so moronic it would, as the title suggests, leave you in awe. How I thought this plan would work is actually beyond any sort of logical comprehension. Even now, years later, as I write this story to you, I can't believe that I, in my life, took the actions that I took here. You have no idea. To those of you listening to me right now, how many nights I have been trying to fall asleep, remembered what I'm about to tell you, and self-facepalmed. But I think it's better that I share this with the world. Okay, some of you out there, maybe 16 or whatever, think this something like this may be a good idea. First... I quit my guild. I'm actually intrigued. I have no, this is me talking. I have no idea what's coming, but I'm really down. First step, I quit the guild. Next step, I created a character on the same server 
with the girliest name I can think of. All right, let's do a quick check with our wonderful live audience. Girliest in-game character name you can think of. A name that clearly signifies to other people that you are a real girl. Cindy, Susan, not a girl, Bunny Dream, Sparkle Princess, Hootie McBoob, Karen, <laughs> Olivia Flowers, Pink's Bunny, Loves Horses, Whoa, Death's Fun Hyper X, Kawaii Mouse. Ah, man, lands on the name Glitter Heels. Which sounds like somebody after a prostitute. Glitter Heels, one word, is where we've landed. <clears throat> Not bad. <laughs> Not bad if you're on the pole, I guess. Okay, glitter heels. With that done, I then waited a few hours. Then I messaged my guild leader, Chromad, and asked for an invite, pretending to be a totally new player who had just joined the game and was looking for a guild. Of course, the guild had no restrictions on who, restrictions on who joined, so I was invited immediately. Once I was accepted back into the guild, I immediately wrote this that I had planned before the start of the process. <clears throat> hey guys, I'm Authors, the guy writing our story, best friend who is a girl, but no, I'm not his girlfriend, capital L, period, capital O, period, capital L, period. Anyway, Author has left for some important personal stuff so I'm going to be looking after his account for now. I mean, I'm convinced. I'm absolutely convinced. I am, <laughs> I'm his best friend who is a girl. <laughs> it all falls into place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, why did I do this step? Because I wanted to slowly ease my way into Boris's good graces by pretending to be a shy girl online who had just started World of Warcraft and learn if she was actually serious about the relationship she was supposedly in with me because she had heard from me while living with me that he, me, might be moving to California. If this seems confusing, let me TLDR by saying the plan was to pretend to be a girl and befriend Boris into finding out what her intentions were for me. That's the plan. So our author needed a friend, which he didn't have because he hasn't got any friends, unfortunately, to ask the girl if things are real. That's the plan. And Glitter Heels is our champion. All right. Glitter Heels will be the one to bring truth and honesty to this situation. All right. Glitter Heels is the way forward. Praise be to Glitter Heels. Now, at the time... My brain thought this was as solid as an idea as a safe. And there would be no way I could be sniffed out. <laughs> it is untraceable. It is untraceable. And I would finally learn if Boris was actually interested in me or just leading me on. <clears throat> Never mind that as this new personification of myself... I had admitted to living IRL with my previous character and that there was probably no way Boris would actually admit anything to the character named Glitter Heels. For a day or two, I really did think my plan was working. 
I was active in the guild chat. I was pretending to be noob. I dodged questions about why my roommate had left the guild and how I was taking over the account. <clears throat> I said it was to not waste sub time money was my standard answer. And all the while refusing to join TeamSpeak because I was too shy <laughs> and didn't have a microphone. <laughs> Honestly, my backstory, my friends, as you can tell, was utterly foolproof. There was no way to see through this lie. Impossible. <clears throat> but once I started actively directly whispering Boris and trying to be friendly, she instantly went from the pink to the green. After four whispers, in guild chat, she typed, there is no fucking way that you are new, she said to the guild. You're trying to fool people and I don't like it. The same day your roommate, she put in quotation marks, quit, is also the same day he stops messaging me and we message each other every day. So stop being stupid and pretending to be this glitter eels idiot act. <clears throat> what to do, my friends? I had been sniffed. Our ruse had been rumbled. I did the only thing that made sense. I stuck to my guns. <laughs> saying that that's not true i'm just trying to be friendly nailed it double down <laughs> the old double down classic <laughs> she responded to this with bullshit then logged off for the rest of the night <clears throat> chromad the guild leader then piped up in guild chat saying this is all really suspicious you know that you had messaged her for a guild infight when <laughs> that I had messaged her for a guild infight when she had stopped doing guild advertisements weeks ago. <laughs> you could get around that saying, well, my roommate told me it was a good guild. And I should join this one. Now, no, you can get around that one. You can dodge that bullet. Neo, easy, easy dodge. <clears throat> Not to mention that I was in the Barrens on a level 8 troll shaman when I had sent the whisper. <sighs> why did you even go to the... Why did you make... I have so many questions. Why would you have gone to the Barrens on a level 8 troll anyway? Ugh. <laughs> uh. She also asked, how would I know to message her specifically for an invite if I was new in the first place? She said, things just didn't add up and I clearly jumped the gun on this plan. Now, I know what you're thinking, Preacher, after I'd already doubled down that I should have just come clean right then and there and maybe I could have salvaged the situation as a silly joke or something. I could have come clean and gone on with my life and Boris might actually have liked that I had gone through the trouble. I don't I, I just want to be clear this is Mike talking right now okay um if you still now to this day believe that maybe if you just come clean that some that Boris would have laughed and got on with it no <laughs> just just want to be absolutely clear on that that's absolutely not what would have happened just want just want to be I just want to be a hundred percent that that's not what would have happened that's that's an opus <clears throat> she did have a fun personality after all yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Girls like it if you pretend to be someone else and uh, start quizzing them about their relationship. They love that. All people do. Guys too. 
Yeah, just, just, yeah. We all love that. You know what's really fun about good relationships? Mind games. You should really start manipulating early. It's good. It's good stuff. <clears throat> but that's not what I did, my friends. In another bout of uncontrolled emotion... <laughs> the only solution I could think of was to log off, uninstall WoW, and not play it for five years. Jesus Christ. Sounds good, yeah. <laughs> I joined the military as quickly as I could and desperately tried to turn myself mentally and emotionally correct. Okay. Uh, okay, so you just fucking all f 4 to join the army. I'm out. <laughs> Peace. Don't get me wrong. It's not like World of Warcraft pushed me into the service or anything. I just felt so helpless and out of control of both myself and my brain. I really didn't feel stable unless I had some sort of rigid authority going on, which I learned later on with my diagnosis is pretty typical. The predictable schedules... Oh, can you imagine a predictable schedule? What that would be like? And written in stone rules were very beneficial for me. I did quite well with the nuts and bolts of my job, but socially I still struggled heavily. Thus, one rainy night during Mists of Pandaria... I felt I was in a better place and it was time. I reinstalled World of Warcraft on my laptop and signed onto my server. And when I logged in to my surprise, Chromad was online. I had matured. I was in my 20s now. And I felt I owed her an explanation, my friends. So, I got my courage up and I sent the DM, saying who I was. The reply I got? Oh, I remember you. <laughs> but I don't know why. And I'm so sorry that you all have to hear this right now. I still couldn't tell her the truth. I don't know why. I can't tell you why. I honestly don't know why. But I still couldn't tell her the truth. I told her that I was a college student doing a psychology experiment in online gaming to see people's reactions to emotional outbursts and if a man can pretend to be a woman online. Five years and that's what you came up with. Five years. <sighs> Thanks, she replied. I said, how are you? And got the message that I had been put on ignore. <laughs> that is that is correct. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Ignore. <laughs> okay. Fuck. What to do then? <clears throat> well, like a Facebook stalker of old, I went to the WoW Armory and searched up Boris. Leave her alone. 
She stopped playing the game shortly after I had quit, which makes me wonder if I was the catalyst for that as well. I'd ignored, I, I had ignored all her phone calls and texts, and to this very day, I wonder how my life would have turned out had if I had just not done what I had done. <sighs> Don't feel too bad because you were 16 and she was trying to get you to move across the country to live with her. That's fucked up, bro. All right. <clears throat> not good. Not good. All bad. All bad. All right. Bad stuff. Yeah. And so with a, a lifelong ambition of working in a bar, which is fine. I recommend everybody at that age work in a bar. I will recommend my kids work in a bar, but maybe not a lifelong ambition, you know? Would I have been scammed, Mike? Maybe. I was legitimately, legitimately fully on in love with her. I can't express enough. I was fully in love. I just didn't know what to do with that emotion. She handled me and my nonsense so easily. In the melancholy I felt standing in the middle of Orgrimmar in the realm, I played countless hours on. I pondered my life and what I had done that had got me to this point. And then, as if fate itself had spoken, the who flew in on his mount in the middle of the new Orgrimmar, got on his Amani battle bear, and then I proceeded to start whisper cursing him for the next several minutes until he logged off saying only one thing before he did. He just sent me the letter K. After five years of not playing World of Warcraft, I had come back and spoken to two individuals. And in total, I had less than 10 words replied to me, been put on ignore once, and somebody had logged off in front of me. So as to not end this story on a bad note though, Preacher, I'm doing much better now, both mentally and physically. I really do struggle with social stuff, but I'm getting the help I need, and maybe, just maybe, this story lets others think to themselves, well, at least I didn't do that when I was younger. As always, thanks for the opportunity to write you, and I wish you all the best. God bless, and let this baggage go. I beg of you, let this baggage go. Please, let the baggage go. You're still thinking about it to this day. Let that baggage go, my friend. What's done is done. It's gone. It was years ago. It's fine. Move on with your day. Uh, I know it's getting near usual end of drama time, but let's whiz one more in uh, before I have to go for uh, family time. Okay, <clears throat> let's let's do this one. Let's whiz one more in. Uh, I don't really like drama times. I only have one story in this. Oh, good. God's private servers. Okay. <laughs> And let's go with the name. Oh, God. Well, Team Scotland is here. And once again, to my wonderful live audience, we need a guild name. No requirements for it. Just a guild name that you think sounds good for our story. Uh, that is going to be it. <clears throat> US story. You already knew it's 16. <clears throat> Mementos. Haggis. No. The bagpipes. <laughs> All right. You will hate that. Okay. 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 <laughs> the bagpipes. The bagpipes are calling. Let's go. <clears throat> the bagpipes. Hello, Mikey, and the always calm and cool chat. Don't make me raise the hammer. I am a long-ass time listener of Drama Time, but I didn't want to write you a story for a long time because my English is not the best. Don't worry about it. Nearly all of our audience is not a native English speaker. It is my job, well, Bex's job now, to correct that. Don't worry about it. Um... <clears throat> The story begins on a private WoW server back in 2011. I was 16. Uh-oh. 
when your brain works perfectly clear. <laughs> because you only have three things to focus on as a 16-year-old boy. Girls, drinks, and games. Me being from a relatively poor people family in the middle of nowhere Croatia... We just got internet in our village. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is with 2011? They just got internet in the village. So online games were not on a list of expenses that my parents would ever permit. But as any self-proclaimed gamer back in time, I bullied my parents into getting to your laptop for school, obviously. Uh, of course, the first thing I did was try to figure out a way to play WoW and look at porn. Uh, after looking at <laughs> After looking at porn, I then googled how to play WoW for free. <laughs> We've got internet. Excellent. Okay. Number one, porn. Okay, got that. Next, how to play WoW for free. <laughs> that actually, that, that really does fit. That's I can see that very, very much happening. <clears throat> I got the most popular server back in the day called Molten WoW private server. I'm sure somebody in our audience is aware of the Molten Wild private server. I made me an account. Spent two days downloading and installing the game because, you know, Croatia internet in a village. Um, just as I was researching how to play there, there was a blog post on the server site Cataclysm coming on a private server next week. You can imagine my excitement. Because prior to this, I had no idea that World of Warcraft even had expansions. In my mind, this was the best thing that could ever happen. I set everything up as soon as I downloaded, uh, and as soon as I downloaded Cataclysm patches for two days again, I got to play my first time World of Warcraft. My first character, of course, Blood Elf Hunter, because Legolas is and still is the GOAT even after the Hobbit movies. Bro. No, that ain't it. <laughs> no. Me being a total noob, I had pure luck to somehow end up in a guild that had the most edgy name I remember seeing in a guild to this day called the Bagpipes. <laughs> Wrong take. <laughs> L. I, it was a guild from the Balkan area of EU. We all spoke a similar language, so not knowing English well enough at that point was not a problem. The guild was being run by a man and wife. Oh my god both older in their 30s at the time but the biggest flex they had is that they played on retail wow as well and they knew everything about every encounter in the game every mob and every spell note from bex chat i just want to confirm that if you're in your 30s you are not old just look at mike he's nearly 60 and he still plays games you know what i'm glad you got covid <sighs> I'm glad you got COVID. You think you're going to write stories in that and I'll just read anything off the teleprompter like fucking Ron Burgundy? Sit there with your fucking COVID. Yeah. <coughs> you know what? You know what? I could taste this, Bex. Watch this. Mmm. Tastes like rat piss. But at least I know. At least I know. Right? At least I know. <sighs> there it is. I'm joking, obviously, but... There it is. If you didn't realize I was joking... How are you watching the show? Question mark. As I entered a Firelands raid with them a couple of times, no surprise to me, we find out that they are fucking awful. Who had no idea what to do at all. But just a face that they were at one point on official WoW service gave them so much credit that no one would question their raid leadership or decisions. After years of playing, Basically every single day, because I had nothing better to do, 
They promoted me, a 17-year-old, to be their PvP officer of the guild. This was a grave mistake. I was the most arrogant, twatty piece of shit teenager, teenager that you could possibly imagine. I would kick people from the guild if they didn't stay close to me in RBGs all the time. I always had to have two healers from the guild go with me and only heal me as I was their number one poner, in my own words. <laughs> I haven't heard pwned in ages. Wow. Do you remember pwned? That's old school. I'm the poner. <laughs> pwned. <laughs> pwned noob. <laughs> I haven't heard pwned in literally years. That's kicking it back. You just got pwned? Yeah, pwned was... That's some real, like, early 2000s shit. <clears throat> if other people wanted healing, I would make it so they had to find other healers outside of the two that were just for me. Of course, this would lead me to being top DPS and have the most kills, reinforcing my <laughs> title as Pona. After a couple of weeks of this, I asked... <laughs> I asked the leadership to change my guild title from PvP officer to Pona. I admit, Mike, even I'm disgusted thinking about it now. But we were the biggest and only Balkan guild. Balkan is a poor part of EU. So a lot of people play private servers and everyone wanted to be in the one that had active people in it. We had 100 people online almost every day. So we had Monopoly. And I was using it to the max. I remember even downloading the auto guild kick add-on or something on those lines to kick people if they hadn't played for three days. Just so that they would have to beg me to be re-invited. Three days? You can't play the private server for three days without the Pona coming for you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> there was a problem though, my friends. There was a problem. We were absolutely not the best guild on the server. There was another. I envied them so much. They had the best player on the server. Bex, really? He was their guild master named Boyer. The affix. We're going with the affix was the best player on the server. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> the boy, Boyer. Praise me. <clears throat> I slowly started to send messages to his officers using Google Translate. Sh <laughs> Linking them. My DPS numbers in Battlegrounds. And how good I am at the game. Of course, I would never tell them that I was rolling two healers deep all the time. Upon seeing the results that I was clearly producing, they accepted me over time. I called my guild a brotherhood guild of theirs on the official Molten for Core forums. This was the best moment of my teenage years. I still to this day remember this moment more clear than my first kiss or losing my virginity. This was something else. I had been appreciated by the best players on the server. We had so much fun. 
We raided alliance cities once a week, played BGs together, crushing scam alliance guilds that are made by people who we had kicked from our guilds because they were not worthy of standing in the same city as us gods. Eventually, I felt it was time to up my game. So I made the switch to Death Knight, of course. <laughs> because according to YouTube videos of what people were playing on retail, Death Knight was the best. After a few days, discovered something that was not really normal in my eyes. Death Knights could one-shot every player in front of him because Howling Blast had a bug on our private server and scaled weird with some buffs. I didn't notice it beforehand because I didn't know how Death Knight works and people weren't playing Frost. Needless to say, I abused it like crazy. But then, in a peak of me being pure degenerate, abusing people daily on the Alliance side and in my guild, I got the most crushing news my young mind could handle, my friends. Boyer was a traitor. Boyer was a betrayer. Boyer had gotten a job and Boyer could afford to play retail. Wow. You fucking piece of shit. You pe you're going there? There? Up there? With the rich people? You're leaving us behind for your hoity-toity live game? I was devastated, actually devastated. I remember going to a bar. I was 18 at that point and having some shots and beer just to calm down that the God was leaving. I made a decision. As I sat there drinking, I realized that perhaps I could afford to play retail WoW. And no matter what, I was going to get myself a copy of WoW and play with Boyer. I will be his guild friend finally. We could be together, and who knows? Maybe with two gods joining the retail game, I could easily prove myself enough to become an officer. It was my, my goal and my dream, and so my plan was. I was about to finish high school in a month's time. I told my parents I want to go to college, but the reality was... To go to college, get in there, move away from home, get a credit card so my parents can send me money for living in school, use the credit card to buy World of Warcraft expansions and game time, not go to class, spend the year playing WoW with Boyer. <laughs> it's really a good plan when you think... I know it's... It, you guys are being judgmental and it sounds like a stupid plan, but if you really think about it, He's gonna be a fucking hero. A hero to the people. Now, me being me at the time, this plan worked very well. I even managed to get a credit card info of my mother and pay game time for years before she noticed I was using it. I ask you guys, why work when you can use your parents' money instead? <laughs> My first day at my new apartment, I got the laptop out, bought every expansion on my mum's credit card and started downloading. I sent a message to Boyer asking him, bro, bro, mate, mate, excuse me, what server are you playing on? Because I is coming to you, mate. I'm going to make me a DK. At the time, it was a couple of weeks before the last patch of Pandaria and Siege of Ogrimmar raid. I started leveling immediately. But something scary was happening. I didn't see Boyer online for a couple of days, 
But then, like Jesus shining through the windows, a shining light. He was online in my friends list. I sent him a message in the pink immediately to ask for a guild invite and told him that I had come to retail following his divine footsteps. When a guild invite came, I was confused. I opened the guild list. 12 people in total in the guild. Only a couple of them, max level. It had been five months since he had left to conquer the retail scum players, to show them the gods that we were. Boya, my emperor, where is your guild, your army of followers and worshippers? He told me he had fucked up and had joined a dead server. (laughs) And there's no one to recruit to join his hardcore PvP guild. Now, when I think about it, it was probably because the guild didn't do arena or any rated BGs and only did random BGs because that's all we were accustomed to. My world came crashing down around me. I had literally moved away from home for this. I didn't know what to do. I had used all my mother's money in order to play. I wanted to quit the game and never touch it again. But I had enacted the plan and I had bought all the expansions and I wasn't planning to do any studying because the plan was not to go to school. Go to school! Just go to school instead, right? Like, I know your plan was not to go to school, but just go to sc- That's the other plan. <laughs> instead, if I... <laughs> in my mind, and I'm sorry to say this, Preacher, and to the audience, if I went and started learning then my wow plan would fail. I am absolutely in disbelief. Well, I can't go to class because then the plan doesn't work. I saw on the Bathnet launcher the trailer for the Siege of Orgrimmar when Garrosh impaled that panda. And it's something awoke in me. I was not PvP anymore. I wanted to fight the orc. Long story short, I re-rolled on a different, on a, a fully active PVE server, or well, a PVE central server, because I heard there was a big Balkan community there. I found a raiding guild. I let's just say they were patient with me. I was an arrogant kid who didn't know a potion or a flask from my ass or elbow, and demanded, but still was demanding spots in raids because, in my eyes, I was one of the best players this game would ever see. As life works in mysterious ways, I turned out the gil- uh, it turned out the guild master lives in the middle of nowhere in Croatia, about 10,000 meters or 10, ke- 10 kilometers away from me. Since that day and for the last 10 years, that dude is one of my closest friends. Oh, awesome. We still raid together to this day in the same guild and have the same core of 10 to 12 people for almost 10 years, just casually clearing four or five mythic bosses every raid here and enjoying the game. Now, <laughs> my parents eventually discovered what I had done. They were very disappointed and extremely angry at me at the end of my first year of college. But one thing I can say to you is my plan worked. I know how it sounds and I'm not proud of my teenage years, but today I'm a 29-year-old man with my own business where I employ both my parents and everyone in my family who want to work. 
Everything did work out great in the end, Mike, even if I'm not proud of it. I'm kind of proud that I managed to make that plan work out some way. <laughs> it worked out. Unfortunately, though, the Emperor himself, Boyer, never achieved anything. I saw him online sometimes playing random BGs and doing LFR. He became a poor, a peasant. He was never a god amongst retail scum players as I hoped. But in my head, he will always be a god on a server that was shut down many years ago. I know that kids don't play WoW anymore in this day and age, but if you encounter a toxic teenager, understand that we all now 30-year-old people were once stupid. I give him a chance. I thank you, Mike, for reading my little tale. I hope chat is not spamming guilty too much at this point. No, poor, more than anything, is what I'm seeing. F for boy and fuck them kids. Oh, so sad. Ladies and gents, it all worked out. And college isn't everything, it's true. But you shouldn't go to college with the plan to not go to college. That's a bad plan. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. <clears throat> Boy, are poor and confirmed. Yes, poor and village-based. That means the end of drama time for this week. There's no stream this weekend. No, we're filming tomorrow, and I'm away for my son's birthday on Sunday. We'll be back on Monday. So everything's going to be good. I want to thank you all for a wonderful, 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 wonderful anime-filled week. Uh, and we'll be back on... Oh, that's true. Yes, we will be streaming Sunday, but ridiculously early, like 6 a.m., Yes. Live letter is on Sunday at like 6 a.m. So we will be streaming that, but it will just be the live letter. Uh, so yes, we will be here at 7 a.m. Yeah, so we'll get started like 6.30. So it's a normal wake-up time for me. It's not that bad, but it's pretty early. Uh, so we will be watching the live letter. Obviously, it's going to be good. They're doing it at some event or something like that. So the, the live letter is this weekend. I will be here for that. Uh, so if you're up and about, we'll see you then. But if not... We won't be. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Are you going to watch the new airing of that new popular anime? No. No, I won't. <laughs> no, I won't be. Have a great weekend, guys. If I don't see you on Sunday, if not, I'll hopefully see you Monday or the next drama time. And if you've got any stories to send us, just email us at drama at preachgaming.com as I can hear the thunder coming down outside. So I'm going to go and get my gym and stuff out of the way and then see my family. Bye, everybody. Be good.